I got something to talk about. This world is messed up and crazy. How I'm supposed to know? How I'm supposed to show? Afraid you see me, then afraid you let me go. Somebody paid me the way. I'm just trying to grow. Start a fire, let them see the smoke. Angel wings in the streets of gold. Loose change, gotta pay the toll. And it's a rocky road. They try to tell you to stop. They don't want you at the top of the spot. You gotta take you it. Gotta take you it. gotta make it. You gotta break it, chains. You gotta break it, chains. You gotta break them 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 chains. You gotta break them. Ultimate Bachelor Podcast versus Keys to Life, discussing manners. Um, so many different ways to go on it, but uh, why? Do, oh, did you see my little like story about uh, about buying the coffee for the Our lady bucks. at the mall or at the tar- or whatever it was? It was like the Tim Hortons is like twenty two dollars. Yeah, yeah, in the, um, yeah, because I'm I'm always. I said, yeah, always. I think a lot of times I'm always looking out for ways. A lot of times I'm always, that doesn't make sense. A lot of times I'm looking out for ways I can do little things like that to just help people. And I feel like, I feel driven to do that for different reasons, which we can get to, but. Um, Absolutely. I think it's huge. I think it's huge. Well, I, 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 I guess we can get to it now. I think. So the point of this, let's let's be structured, and make you happy. <laughs> point of this is discuss manners um, and and the nuances of it. How you know how can you can raise your kids to have manners if that's important to you, which it is really important to me. And um, you know how you can just be the best person you can as far as that goes. So and, and I think I think that Starbucks scenario does play into manners. I think it's the way that you're raised, right? I think uh, a level of of uh, humility and uh, caring. I think that that all kind of ties into the manners aspect, respect, manners. You know, it all goes hand in hand for sure. I heard a quote the other day that was, you don't have to respect me, just don't disrespect me. Hmm. Which, it was Shannon Sharp. I'm going to go into it because I I don't agree with that. Yeah. Because it came from Shannon Sharp, who is my probably my biggest man crush because i'm really into to, to sports talk radio not radio but sports you look like a shannon sharp type of guy <laughs> i like that and then obviously i don't know how much you like listen to him or follow him i mean he's he's got a lot of things i mean obviously a professional athlete but very well spoken yeah very opinionated and and for the greater good i think but also you know focuses on keeping himself up making himself a better person it sounds like right you never really know the person but but all that um but he said that so to me I'm I I disagree with it because I think I think my and and it made me think internally I think mine is almost like I'm gonna respect you until you give me a reason not to yeah it it, uh, it immediately immediately made me think about uh, the quote, respect all, fear none. Um, and, and I guess that's kind of how the approach I've always had, right? Whether you're the janitor, whether you're, you know, a school bus driver, whether you're a billionaire, whatever it is, I, I respect you all the same. Um, but no one is higher or lower than me. So I yeah. don't fear anybody. We, we're all, 
you know, God's people and we all live this work and walk this earth together. So I, I guess that's kind of how I, I view it. You respect should be something that should always be given and, and yeah. to your point. Right. I don't think there should be a time where, you know, it's just like, all right, I, I, you don't say hi to people because you yeah. don't disrespect them, but you don't also respect them either. Right. 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 That's for me. Um, so yeah, I disagreed with that. And so as, where I was going with my, uh, coffee story was that, you know, I, I have managed for several different reasons and that coffee story is important because one, I feel driven to just have manners just for out of myself. Right. Like the way someone sees me, right. You never know what always comes back around, you know, the same lady I bought the coffee for. You know, I, I always think of crazy stuff. You know, she, you know, I might get in a car accident. She, I need help or I might not have my, ga- you know, my credit card at the gas station. You know, luck would, as luck would have it, she would pull up, something like that, right? I always yeah. think about what goes around, comes around. Then I always think, especially with this movement, but I've always thought this my whole entire life, like the Black Lives Matter. I've always wanted to set an example for my race, not because I feel like my race is inferior, but we know that different races don't love each other. Right. Don't always love each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And I want, I've always thought my entire life. And I think it comes from being in a environment where I was always a minority, like always, mm-hmm. but I've always thought that if I'm the only interaction that someone has with someone like me and I say race, but you know, if it's someone my age, if it's someone that looks yeah. like me, whatever, yeah. My has my job, whatever. I want to be, I want them. And even if they go back and say it in their own little racist way, I want, I want some old lady to go, there was this black guy at the mall who bought my coffee and that he didn't have to do that. That was nice. But, but maybe just maybe in, in, you know, my twisted mind, the next time they see someone that that's black, if, if we're putting it that way, that they would normally clutch their purse a little tighter for or whatever maybe because of our interaction they feel a little bit different yeah that's uh what i would call changing the narrative Mm -hmm. yeah great way to put it and and i think uh i'm very similar to you in that regard i I want people to uh be more open i'm starting the timer by the way i forget yeah you're fine be more open-minded to things that are different than what they're accustomed to sure and when they expect you to act a certain way and you don't act that way, it, it shocks them. Yeah. Right. It, it literally shocks them to their, to their innermost soul. Right. They're like, well, I wasn't expecting him to be so kind. Right. Right. Because what they've surrounded themselves with or around has told them that you can't be that way. Mm-hmm. So even that coffee scenario, you know, let's say for instance, she was racist, right? You bought that coffee it now changes that narrative of what her expectations are for a, you know, middle thirties black male, you know, who has, you know, his kids with them. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that is important because if we're going to move forward as a society in general, we have to start changing that narrative. Right. For everybody. Right. And it, cause, everybody. cause everyone has a stereotype. And this is the other thing I hate. I hate when people get mad at stereotypes like they came up with the stereotype. They didn't come up with your stereotype. You <laughs> came up with your stereotype and they just 
they just operate under what you give them. So like, like every race, every uh, uh, um, religion, everything has a stereotype. Stereotype, and it has it because that's actually what happens. Like, don't be mad at your stereotype. To your point, change the narrative. You don't like your stereotype, change the narrative. So, and then the last thing I'll comment on for reason why I feel like manners are important. You you mentioned it, right? Just my my boys, right? I think we've always said, like, don't raise fuckers. I, I think the only thing more embarrassing than me being embarrassing and, and, you know, seeing it from the outside, me being embarrassing is if my kids embarrass me. Like, I, I mean, I feel for all the parents when, when your kid is just embarrassing. And it happens, right? Like, this happened to all parents. But, but as much as I can curb that, and then you change that narrative one more time. I'm, I'm using it up, but you change it one more time to where it's not only that they don't embarrass you, but people notice that your How kids well. are respectful. Yeah. 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 That's like the big, to me, that's the biggest compliment. Another parent or a teacher or an outside viewer, I should say, because they don't see them every day. Right. Give you right. It's like, yeah. Oh my goodness, your kids are so kind. Yeah. Oh my goodness, your kids are so well behaved. So right? sweet, whatever, whatever they want to yeah. call it. Right? Yeah. I mean, those are the things that I look at, right? My mother comes in and helps out um uh, pretty much every week for at least a day or two, sometimes three days, it depends. Uh, but you know, I, I come upstairs from working, right? And my five-year-old son striker is making my mother lunch. Right. right? You know, spreading the peanut butter out, getting the fruit out, getting the trail, you know, making her lunch. And to me, that goes to show that he he's willing to be um, selfless. Yeah. You know? And that's an important piece in manners, I feel, yep. right, is being able to put your put someone else before you and show them that you're kind. Yep. Yep. And so. So that's, that's kind of always been my thought and, and being from, and you do see manners in different parts of the country, right? Like the, what, what I see in Texas, like people Southern just, hospitality. yeah, they just love each other more. It's, I don't know. I don't understand how a part of the country can promote that more than others, but they, you, I mean, you go, I mean, there's no question if you go to New York and then you come to the Midwest, you feel a difference between the way people act towards you. And then you take that a step even farther. I mean, I'm from Texas and, you know, everyone's pretty friendly there, but you go to like, you know, the right parts of Alabama or, yeah, including the manners. Yeah, everything, everything. (laughs) But I mean, just different parts of the country, it's crazy. And then, and then you go back out West and it's a total different, it's like, it's not like they don't have manners or they don't respect you. It just seems like they care less. Like the further West you go, well, I mean, there's, I mean, if you look at, um, you know, the, the areas that you're speaking of, um, the pace of life is different. Yeah. Right. And New York is so fast paced. Everyone is worried about themselves. Yeah. Right. So even I say this all the time when I go back to Ohio, shout out to my mom's just hopped on. Um, when I go back to Ohio, it's like a fresher breath air sometimes because it's, I, I, I take a step back, right. It's like, I can breathe a little bit because everything slows down. Right. And I think that when you can slow your life down a little bit, you can start being more appreciative of the things that are around you instead of what's just in front of you. Question. Yeah. I've also thought this. Your happiness, your manners, the way you treat other people are all affected by the weather. Negative. 
why then why is it all the people in better climates seem to just be happier um well you don't, I, you don't think that I, I i i who would disagree that the warmer you are and obviously there comes to a point where then it gets too hot right too hot. Yep. but but i i would have the argument that the warmer you are just the better the climate like not too hot not too cold the happy the happier you are like i feel like it does something to your mental it, i think it is said that sun like it makes you healthier there's yeah, that i mean that's just vitamin d is right right um i i think that does help in that regard uh one of the things i i don't know if i shared this with you before uh i like the the quote of you know it might be raining outside but it's sunshine in my mind right right i think that that goes a long way in that mental toughness piece if you can persevere through that mm -hmm. do i agree with you in the aspect of if you're sheltered in your house for six months out of the year or yeah. you have darkness for 24 hours a day like alaska and stuff like yeah. that that has been 100% linked to depression and sure. has helped been helped with uh, being an antidepressant. Right. Sure. So I agree with that. Um, but I also think that uh, being inside versus being outside plays a huge factor into that, that claustrophobic being isolated isolation. I mean, if you look at COVID right now, that's been a big, huge thing with depression right now people mm -hmm. being isolated from other individuals and being to themselves. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think in warmer weather, to your point, it allows you to be outdoors more. It allows you to interact with people more um, because you're not isolated from when it's cold outside and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I get that. So then I guess the next question would be what motivates you to have the manners that you have? Cause I have to lead by example. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, if, you, if you're going to change the narrative, you can't just point the finger and say, do, do, do. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's, it's, it's like anything. What's the, what's the manners that you pride yourself on the most, the things that you do where you're like, you feel good that that's something that you've like ingrained in, or that is ingrained in you, whoever did it. Oh man. Um, see, I think that it, it's, there's so many, I think, but it all starts with the respect for elders, because if I you, think if, if it stems from that, then everything else kind of trickles down from there, from please and thank yous to may I be excused from the table, um, you know, may I have this, may I go here, like asking, asking okay. permission. Yeah, I've never, seen, and that's funny because those are, like, I've, I've, feel like I have extreme manners I, I can be very sarcastic and whatever and rude on purpose as a joke but when it, my actual manners I feel like are very strong so to the point you just made like I've never I don't know that I've ever asked to be excused from the table right but I've always opened like every car door for you know women that are getting in my car regardless of if I'm dating them or not mm -hmm. um I I always think about this I don't I hardly ever open the car door for Jade though I do some, but I don't as much, which is weird to me because I'm like, why don't I feel drawn to do that? Another thing that I think about when I think about that then is like, when do I start making a hard like instill of different manners into my boys, right? Because like, I wouldn't throw everything on them from the start and, and make them, you know, got to do it exactly like I do it. But eventually, like it's something that, you know, all the things that I do, what right or wrong, are, are stuff that, you know, I will require that they do. 
And so when I think about the fact that I don't open the car door for Jade, I'm like, well, I should be having the boys mm-hmm. open her car door. And, and when does it get to that? Or when is it? I've never made my boys say yes, sir. No, sir. I always say no, ma'am. I, I don't think I say yes, sir. But I'll say no, no ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. To any woman, no matter the age, four years old, whatever. So it's just different. I, it, it's, it's hard to explain for me the rhyme or reason. Yeah, I think, uh, see, I, I'm the opposite in that. I think that it starts off young and then the work is already done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like Stryker making his bed and getting yeah. off the table and putting dishes away and stuff like that, right? Um, I think if you instill it in them early, it, it it's like interest, right? You invest yeah. early, interest pays off. Um, so I think that that's something that I try to do you know, hundred percent of the time in that regard. Yeah. But I also say that even when I'm talking to Stryker or Jetson or, you know, my daughter, any is when they ask me something, I always respond back. Yes, sir. Yeah. Right. And I think that that enables them to see that I have the same level of respect for them as I would want from them. Right. Sure. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's probably the right way more than what I'm saying. And um and and there are there's several things that you know being just being clean and tidy you know i i think that's a big manner type thing right because i think if you're making a space messy that other people have to use then you're disrespecting the you know their space you know your the shared space if you will um and i think that's a big thing that comes in at like work and stuff right like I, i've never worked in a workplace where like a pot of coffee had to be made but right isn't it isn't like the the adage like don't like don't finish the coffee and not make another pot or something like that yeah and like don't yeah. eat don't eat other people's food out the fridge and leaving things better when you left it than how it was right yeah right right you know and i think that that goes the simplest things toilet paper right towels mm-hmm. dude i can't i can't do it i can't do it because my thing is like I think that those, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but those are like leaving. Uh, I get on my kids about this, and and they've lit, they've gotten better as of very recently. Like when you go to take something to the sink, either one leaving it in the sink at all, right? That kind of frustrates me because it's like if the dishwasher is not dirty, rinse it off and throw it in there. Or if it does need to be left in the sink, just leaving it in the sink completely dirty, right? Because like you know, this is getting a little particular, but, but true. Like it's easier to wash it off right away. Even if you're just rinsing it off and putting it down, than it is an hour, two hours later, then someone else has to, one, someone else is doing it Two, Someone has to do more work than it would have been for, you know, the five seconds for you to do it. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it, you're hundred percent correct on that, man. I, uh, a friend of mine the other day was talking about how her daughter uh, she was going to eat something and she needed a fork, but she couldn't find any because all the dirty forks were in her teenage daughter's room. That, I, that would, I would flip. And she wouldn't, and she doesn't go in there. Yeah. Right? And in my mind, I'm like, man, like <laughs> yeah. I, 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 picking your battles is one thing, right. but I would lose my shit. Right. Like, I would literally flip out. And that's, but that's to me though, I don't allow I don't allow kids to eat in the room. I don't allow them to eat in the living room. Uh, I don't even allow my two year old son to have his milk cup in the living room. Right. Sure. So there's those are things that I've started now, so they don't expect that to be a thing in the future. 
right? I yeah. laying on some some cookie crumbs up in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, uh, and I do it different. So it's funny when you talk about manners. To me, the manners in that is not eating in these places. It's like we said, like how are you leaving it, right? Like I, I don't mind you one eating in the living room because I've all I feel like I've always been able to do that. Not, not obviously for like just five. Oh no! So I've, I'll, I'll eat anything. I like because I mean, if a game's on or something, I'm, I'm trying to watch it. But, but what I'm saying is, like, you are responsible for what goes on when you're eating in the living room. So that means that one, you need to be extra careful because even if you spill something on accident, like you spill a drink in the living room, I'm going to be mad, even if it's just an accident and you had no control over it because it was your responsibility to do whatever. And if you can't. Like, it's funny because there's things sometimes my kids want to do and I'll let them do and they still won't do it because they know the responsibility that comes with with it and they know the potential to get in trouble is not worth the risk. So sometimes they'll just be sitting in the kitchen. I'm like, y'all can eat over here. They're like, no, we're good. Right. (laughs) Because I think that there's different ways. Right. There's no one perfect way to this. Right. It's important, though, that they understand um, why they're doing that or why you're doing that, right? Because when they look back at this, um, you know, they want to, you want them to be able to explain why they have the behavior and the manners and the uh, habits that they do and understand it. So that's huge. You, you just cracked the code too. Cause like, I mean, in so many things in life, obviously communication is huge, but that's, you just said something that I don't think enough people do is communicating why we're doing it this way, right? Because like, as a kid, like I look back and all my manners, all my cleanliness, all my, everything comes back from my mom, right? She was more or less a Nazi when it came down. It was her way or, or no way had to be done exactly how she wanted it. Had to be redone, you know, until it was done right. And at the time you're like, what is like, I'm just trying to go outside and play. Like I can clean this later, but her saying, no, like clean it now before you go. Because it wasn't going to get clean later. If and if it takes later, not only that, but two hours. If it's a shared space, like I said, I'm outside playing for two hours while it's just filthy where my mom has to be, and she doesn't want to be sitting in the middle of another mess. Mm-hmm. No, you know, no matter what. So you see how all these things come back, and you're like, dang, you know, like I owe so much of that to her. But I think the communication Absolutely. part is is big especially when you're trying to like teach someone else manners, because sometimes like the people don't have the same upbringing. And this is one thing I've, I've seen just growing up is like communicating that, Hey, like I need it to be this type of clean because this is like how I operate. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I understand that's not what you do, but this is why it needs to be. And like you said, even explaining to kids that, that, Hey, like, you got to, I'll, I'll tell them sometimes, like, you're doing this because I don't know why I have to always do your stuff, right? I, I understand mommy may do this for you sometimes, or I understand I could do it in 10 seconds. And sometimes it takes me more effort for me to yell upstairs, to go to the stairs, yell upstairs, make them come all the way back down the stairs, clean up whatever, put it away, because that's way more effort than it would have been it's the principle, principle. It's I, this happens, I don't know, I'd probably say once a week or so, right? You know, I'm doing something upstairs, whatever. I noticed the striker left his light on, right? right? It's not my job to turn his light off. He left out of 
his room so he can turn it off because yeah. if I don't show him and tell him why I'm calling him up here and what why it needs to be turned off. He'll never understand it. Right. Thinking the light just magically got turned off. Right. Right. Same way with dishes at the table. Same way with toilet paper. Whatever the case may be. Right. It's important for they say, and I'm not saying children are dogs, but if if when the dog pees on the floor, if they if you don't address that, they, them peeing on the floor is bad at that time period. Then it, it loses its value. Right. Right. Hundred percent. Well, that's the same thing with teaching kids. If, if you allow them to do those bad behaviors or uh, not have uh, be well-mannered, then that is a chain reaction to what's going to come in the future. So you have to adjust it when it happens so that way you can move forward and they understand that this is not going to be tolerated. This is how we do things and this is how we should move forward. Right, for sure. And your side note right there, I think you said it opposite of the way I think it. Because you see a lot of misbehaved dogs. Don't raise no fuckers in your house, whether it's a dog <laughs> or a kid. And so what I want to tell people is... They can come to Keys Training Camp if they want to. Right. Train your dog like you train your kids, though, too. Because Back. people will be having some bad dogs. And I'm like, you could have nipped this in the butt. Just like your kids. You could have nipped this in the butt. Because they, they treat their dogs as friends. Friend, bro. I don't even want to go there. Like, because a puppy is cute. I get it. It, it is hard to discipline a puppy that doesn't know any better and it's so freaking cute but it but it ain't gonna it, be a puppy forever no and when it's when it's once again i said i don't want my dog embarrassing me either right your dog gotta have some manners so be a good little all side you, note all you puppy parents out there that are celebrating puppy christmas and all that stuff remember that those kids count too and yeah. you need to make sure that they're well behaved yeah so. But it all goes back to it, it all goes boils down to um, what I've said many of times, and it's not raising little fuckers. Well, there's little puppy fuckers, well, there's little children fuckers, right? Um, it, it takes it is work on the front end, right? It takes time and it takes effort and it takes consistency. Here, here's a here's a, a probably an unpopular thought. It is bad manners to have a misbehaving dog. Yeah, yeah. It is bad manners as the owner to have a dog that misbehaves. Like, I, I, I'm legit frustrated when I'm around. I, I love dogs. I love other people's dogs. I just don't like picking up dog shit. So that's the only reason I don't have a dog. If I didn't have to pick up dog shit, and I'm really clean, so I could, as long as it's a dog that doesn't shed a ton, I don't mind a little bit of shedding. It, well, if it shit, I mean, it, it does. it does that. That's why I don't have a dog. But what right. I'm saying is I love dogs, and I'm prefacing it with that that I cannot stand being around, like we said, I'm dwelling on it, but being around some, and I think that's bad manners by you as an adult human being to have a belonging of yours being so disrespectful. Like put your dog away. It's 100% a direct reflection of you. Yeah. 100%. Like if your kids misbehave in school, that's a reflection on how you parent. Right. You get called. Yeah. They call you right? They don't handle it at school with the child, and then the child comes home and decides if he wants to tell you or not. Right. That's not how it works. <laughs> no. This ain't HIPAA. <laughs> yeah, no. So, they're calling you because it's your responsibility. But then that also takes me into the, the next piece of this, too, that I wanted to talk about, is it takes a village, right? Yeah. I think that it's important that, you know, if my kids are coming over your house, Alex, I expect you to make sure that they're putting, putting dishes away. Right. They, shoes and they ain't saying f this couch right yeah. you know and, and, and they ain't jumping over furniture and stuff yeah 
um, I know that that wouldn't happen because I'm right. the only need to at home. But yeah. I think it's 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 just as important for the kids to to hear it from people outside of the house as well because it reinforces the importance of it. And they then know that not only is it a thing here, it's a thing there, 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 sure. there. So, so two, two manners, two manners things there, since we're talking about manners, we talked about the dog. It is bad manners. I think to send your kids to someone else, babysitter, someone else's house, friend's house, whatever, without giving the other parents authority. So to me, it's a, it's, it's a big thing. And I, you know, to be honest, I don't have my kids that much to where they need to go somewhere else. A lot of times when I have them, I have them, whatever. But if I did, or, or, you know, there's different situations, but I think it's on the parent to stop before you leave and say, Hey, get it straight to your kids that, Hey, Mr. Greg has all authority and he's going to tell me if something goes wrong but when he says do something you do it i think that's one one thing of manners absolutely i agree a thousand percent if that was a real thing because at, at the end of the day that does two things number one that empowers that other set of the other parents yeah right and number two it shows the child and the kids that there is clear communication here and transparency. So there's not a, well, he told me I had to go to timeout and then they come back crying to you. Oh, why did Mr. Greg put him in timeout? No, we, they already know that it could happen if you are disrespectful, right. you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. So that's huge, man. That, and, yeah. but that also shows what type of level of friendship you have too with that other parent, because I think that that, that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you and don't always force with the kids too. Yeah, hey, I went over to Grammy's house. Hey, you need to be good. If Grammy yeah. tells me that something was not happening the way it should, then we're gonna have a problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got like says like a minute and a half left. Yeah. So, so what was the hit, second piece of that that you were gonna say? There's two well, minutes. The second piece I was gonna say was uh, how was I gonna say it? Is it bad manner? What was I going to say? Was it bad man? Because you kind of answered it. That's why I got away from it. Uh, was it bad manners to, oh, is it bad manners to spoil someone else's kids without them asking when they come to your house? Mm. Like do some stuff, like allow them to do some stuff that they don't normally do. And that's, that's tough, right? Because you don't know everything they're allowed to do. They're not allowed to do. But, but so, I mean, sometimes there's some like over the top things where like, I mean, I, I just always feel like, Coming it's back like, with a big ass lollipop. That's like well, well, yeah. I mean, some of that, but I'm just like I always ask the parents. I'm, you know, like you know, just shoot them a, a quick text. We're thinking about doing this. Is that okay for something that's over the top? I mean, you know, something to eat, something you know. Yeah, going to the movies, whatever. Yeah. What type of movie? You know. Yeah, yeah. So that's a great example. Like, you know these, you yeah. know these parents don't let them watch our movies. You're over, they're over at your house watching three R movies in a row. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's just disrespectful. Disrespectful, yeah. Super disrespectful, right? That means you you're undermining my parenting. So yeah. now the the kids are gonna come back to me and saying, I want to go over to Mr. Alex's house because yeah. he lets me do whatever I want. Now they don't even value me as a parent. Right. Well, it it, it ruins, like we said, the training that you're trying to instill. And even though, even though it can be spotty here and there, but 
but it just puts you know an opposite thought in their head and that's the primer right there but yeah. um so so to wrap it up real quick i mean this was this was about manners hopefully it was on on subject enough for you point. it was great it was yeah great. i'm joking i'm joking but the about manners about the manners you have for yourself the reasons you you have your manners the manners you maybe instill in your kids or your dog <laughs> and uh and you know where, where that gets you in life although short and there's probably a lot more you could go with it i just think it's important to, you know take everything you're doing for everyone else out i just think it's important just for the way it makes you feel to to have manners to feel like you're treating people the right way um being compassionate being selfless i think you know in the long run like i said once again if you take out what it's given everyone else the way it makes everyone else feel in the long run i think it's always going to come back to help you and you know even if that's the only benefit you're shooting shooting for i think that makes it worth it absolutely and it, you know just leaving a legacy and leaving this earth better than what you found it mm-hmm. and if you can instill you know um well have well made kids and instill respect in, in kids and being selfless and things like that i think it'll be huge don't go to the point where it, it uh, um, you get taken advantage of, right. but at the same time, you know, being able to do for others and respect people's things and uh, instilling your kids is huge. So yeah. with yeah. the effort in now, it will pay dividends. I promise you. And sometimes it can be frustrating. Sometimes it can, it can be tough, but um, you know, put in the invest early and you won't have to work as hard later on. For sure. All right, that's Ultimate Bachelor with Keys to Life, Manners. Good shit. Yes, sir. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. And we love y'all. For sure. Merry Christmas.